Hey everyone, this is Terry here again. It's been a little while since I have recorded a session. I have so much to talk about today, so many feelings and emotions going through my heart and my mind, and I hope that you all are kind of feeling the same way. We are still as a nation fighting this coronavirus and hopefully many or a lot of you are staying healthy, staying safe, following all of your guidelines wherever you may live, doing what you need to do to keep not only yourself but everyone else around you safe and healthy. Now we have the racism issue rearing its ugly head once again. I have had nothing but sadness in my heart since this gentleman was killed in Minneapolis, Minnesota by an officer of the law who should know better, and obviously did not, and outright killed an innocent man. This is wrong on so many levels. My heart is so heavy and saddened because of the death of this gentleman. The sadness and the grief that his family must be going through, I cannot even imagine. I have lost family members before, grandparents, my daughter's father, when they were very young and just babies yet. So it is hard going through the death of a loved one. It's very hard. And it's not something that you get over quickly. The grieving process is kind of an ugly monster and it takes time and it's not something that happens overnight. So when you have someone around you that's lost a loved one or if it's just a close friend, family member, whatever, we have to be patient. We have to give love and understanding where it's needed. We have to give that moral support when it's needed. We have to, have to love each other. I don't care what race, religion, gender, sex, I don't care. I do not care. Love is love. I am not and never have been a person that determines who or what a person is by the color of their skin. Never. There are good and bad white people, as we have seen. There are good and bad black people, as we have seen. There are good and bad Chinese people, Japanese, Sudanese, you name it. There are good people, there are bad people of every race, of every gender. And that's just America. That's just how it is. There are just people that for whatever reason, they go down the wrong path, they take the wrong directions, and they make the wrong choices. I don't know if it's things that are being taught during childhood from parents who believe in that same negative behavior and opinions. I don't know if it is incited 
along with drug habits and drug and alcohol addictions, or if it's a combination of all of it, I don't know. I don't know, but it's so sad that people resort to this type of behavior. The rioting in this nation has to stop people. It has to stop. Period. End of story. It's not doing anything in or for the memory of George Floyd. May he rest in peace because our nation certainly is not. Our nation is not at peace. Our nation is not at tranquility. This violence of tearing apart cities, burning down cities, these businesses and these private homes that people are tearing down have absolutely nothing to do with this gentleman's death. Nothing. These hate groups that are traveling from state to state, yes, that's what it is, people. They are hate groups. Specifically set out and grouped together, getting on Facebook, getting on Twitter, getting on Instagram, and any other social media that they can find. And they are forming groups. To do nothing but meet up and either get on buses or they're driving from state to state to incite and instigate hatred. They are the ones that's causing military to be deployed into our cities right now as we speak. This is ridiculous, people. It needs to stop. It is doing nothing but causing more unrest and more issues. This is not the nation that I grew up and was raised in. This is not it. This is not who we are. America, stand up. America, fight for equality. America. Let's stand together. Let's pray together. Let's sing together. Let's give each other a hug. This is time for peace in our nation. This ludicrous and hateful looting, setting fires, and literally burning cities down to the ground is not the answer. George Floyd and his family do not and have repeated themselves, do not want nor agree with this violence. George Floyd's brother has been all over media and has literally fallen to his feet collapsing because of his grieving because he is so upset because he is so angry about the looting and the violence taking place that is not what his family is about that is not what George was about Please stop. In honor of this man, please stop. I live in Huntsville, Alabama. There have been two protests so far. Not really protests, I would say. Marches in Huntsville since the weekend. 
and both times we have had very peaceful, loving, and praying groups of people. that have been gathering together to march through our downtown area. Birmingham, Alabama, they had violence in Birmingham last night. Business windows broken, fires started, police having to send out tear gas, People stop. This makes me so angry. And I don't even have anything to do with George Floyd's death, but I am angry. The more violence I see, the more angry I get, the more upset, the more sad I am. I'm originally from Nebraska. My home state of Nebraska is worse than what Alabama is right now. Nebraska has a governor, Governor Ricketts, that just as of yesterday put out a very racist comment in a meeting of black leaders, ministers, priests, black communities and made a very racist comment to this group of people and they walked out on him. And his excuse was when the media had to come to him to get a statement regarding his statement, his only comment was, I chose my words poorly. Really? Are you kidding me? And it took a member of the press and media to bring it to your attention of what came out of your racist mouth. And that's all you have to say for yourself. Nebraska, it is time that you stand up Nebraska, it is time that you formally make sure this man resigns, gets pushed out, gets voted out, whatever it may take. Nebraska, it is time that you stand up and you rise up. There does not need to be any more violence in Lincoln and Omaha and other communities. Lincoln and Omaha got hit the hardest. And now, because of stupidity, because of the violence, now have military rolling through their cities. Tanks. National Guard. Helicopters. Men on the ground. Men in the air. I have a daughter that lives in Omaha. I don't know whether I should mention her name or not, or she would want me to. She went to the protest in Omaha over the weekend. And she marched and protested peacefully. She stayed on the sidewalks right along with everybody else. And it wasn't until Friday evening as things started progressing and it was getting dark and the ugliness of people started coming out and people decided to sit down in the middle of the street on their butts, sitting there, not doing what the police asked them to do as to get up and move over to the sidewalks to get out of the middle of the street so that cars and traffic could still get through. 
So when you're literally sitting on your ass, excuse my language, and not abiding by what you're asked of by law enforcement agencies, you deserve to be arrested. You deserve to be picked up off of your feet, put in handcuffs, and put in a bus. There is no excuses. None. My daughter did not tell me until, <clears throat> excuse me, until last night that during that protest and march that she herself was pushed around by police with batons in hands, gas masks over their faces, all suited up for war, so to speak. She was pushed around by police with their batons, bruised up. She said she has bruises on her arms and hands from being pushed around and shoved around. And she stayed on the sidewalk the whole time. She literally lives up the street a few blocks from the protest that took place in the 72nd and Dodge area. And she literally lives blocks up the street. I did not know right away that she herself had been injured and bumped and banged up on Friday. I did not find this out till last night when she told me. And my heart broke when I heard that she had been injured in the process of peacefully protesting and marching. My heart broke and I told her last night I started to cry because the last thing I want to see is my daughter being injured or worse because of stupidity because had I lost a daughter to someone else's stupidity you better damn well bet that I would be fighting just like George Floyd's family is right now I would be fighting against the injustice of another death or another injury She's my stepdaughter. She's not my full-blood daughter. She is my stepdaughter, but I raised her off and on from the time that she was little. Had custody of her and everything with her father. So to me, in my heart and in my mind, she's my daughter. Does not matter whether she's blood or not. And she is a sister to my daughter. It does not have to be blood relation. And if I ever get to see her in person, I have her in my heart and in my mind, and I have communication with her every single day. Her and her husband have a very handsome young man. His name is Connor my grandson and I am so proud to know that she's showing Connor and raising Connor the way that I knew she would when the whole coronavirus started breaking out Omaha, Nebraska was really, really getting hit hard. Many, many cases in Omaha. And my daughter and her family, her mother-in-law, her husband, and her son, 
dedicated themselves to sewing and making masks. Last time I knew it was over 700 was the count, but then she continued to make them after that. The Omaha World Herald did an article on her and her family. Once they had so many made, she put them in her car and dedicated them and committed to every single hospital that demanded more masks. Nursing homes, as long as she had a requirement from someone, a request from someone, she made them. Her own money was spent on it, her own time was put into it. Her heart, her soul, everything was put into each and every mask that she sewed on her machine. And I cannot tell you how proud I am and was of her and her family. That is what America is about. She is an example of what everyone needs to be doing. She is an example of common courtesy, respect, love for her community, helping hospitals, frontline workers, nurses, doctors, EMTs, you name it. That's where those masks went to. My grandson was a preemie when he was born. She went into labor about two months early. So he was a preemie and spent about the first month and a half to two months in NICU in the hospital. And she and her husband were there with him every second of every day. And now Connor has grown up into this preteen boy, just as handsome as can be, healthy, comical. loving and so sincere in everything that he does and he's just like us he loves everyone to a fault as long as nobody is mistreating him disrespecting him he loves and honors everyone just as his mother, just as all of us do. I am the type of person that I love and respect everyone. The only time that I will get upset is if sh someone shows me disrespect and uh, name calls, uh, wants to pick stupid fights, arguments, uh, disrespects the home that I live in. Uh, the apartment complex that I live in, if I see people disrespecting the area that I live in, I'll stick up for it and I'll say something. And I don't stop until I get action. I'm the same way with people. Anywhere I go, I make sure that I have a smile on my face. I make sure that everyone is treated with love and respect as I get. And like I said, the only time that I will cop an attitude myself as a human being is if someone does it to me first. But it takes a lot. It takes a lot 
to anger me. I can take and take and take and take a lot. But I do have my boiling point. And when I have reached that boiling point is when I will stick up for myself and I will defend myself. I will defend my daughters. I will defend my grandson. I have grandbabies in Fort Payne and family in Fort Payne. I myself would take a bullet. I myself would die for any of them so that they don't have to. That's what America is about, people. It's time that we stand up. It's time that we fight for our rights, for our community, for our citizens, our friends, our family, co-workers. Anyone that you may come along. People that are working right now that don't have a choice because they're in jobs that are demanded. Grocery stores, gas stations. Those frontline workers. They deserve our kindness and our respect. They deserve a thank you as you're walking out the door. Thank you for what you do. During this whole coronavirus, we were doing what everyone else was doing and we were basically staying inside, staying home and trying to support our community at the same time we would order food for takeout order it online and go pick it up just to keep those restaurants going because there are people inside those restaurants working trying to earn a decent wage trying to support their own families And every time I made sure before I pulled away from those drive-through windows, every time I said, thank you. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for being here. Thank you for making my food. Thank you for being the person that you are. And thank you for being so kind. That's what America should be doing right now. I cannot tell you how disappointed I am in these cities getting torn up, not only by these strangers that are coming in and moving in from state to state to literally have nothing else to do but destroy cities and tear them down, but also the citizens of those cities. The people and citizens of those own cities that are adding the fuel to the fire are basically, my opinion is, they don't have anything to live for. They don't care if they tear up their own city because they're probably in their own personal lives. They probably already have a life of crime drug and alcohol addiction, been in and out of jail a few times, and living a negative life. So they think, uh, what the heck, I'll go tear up the city. I feel like being angry. I feel like being destructful. And what are they going to do to me? Police can't catch me. They're too busy trying to save the city. Police won't know it's me. Maybe if I wear a mask to make myself look legit during the coronavirus, 
they won't be able to identify me either. So it's not only strangers coming in from out of town and out of, out of state doing this, it's also citizens within your own city. Citizens who just have an attitude of, I don't care. And that's a whole nother subject of, I don't know how this gets started. I know people have chemical addiction issues, drugs, alcohol, you name it. This nation is in the middle of an opioid addiction crisis. Crime. If you're not doing crime, you're into the drugs. If you're not doing the drugs, you're doing both. I have another daughter in Nebraska who fought with drug addiction from the time that she was a teenager. And no matter what kind of help I tried to give her, no matter what kind of treatment center I tried to put her in, no matter how many different guys I tried to get away from her, it didn't work. And the drug addiction continued for a few years until she finally got married and they cleaned up their, their lives together. Thankfully, she's been off of the drugs for quite some time now and just had a baby girl of her own. So I've been through it, people. I've been through it. I know what it's like to have a loved one steal items from your own home to pay for the drugs, playstations, digital cameras, money, drawers that were ransacked trying to find more cash. And yes, that could have been done by anybody, a total stranger breaking into my home. But what makes it harder to accept is it was done by my own daughter. And this is the kind of stuff that I'm talking about that should not be taking place. I don't know myself what the answer is to all of the drug addiction and alcohol addiction taking place in this nation. I don't know. There is no simple, easy answer. There is no simple, easy answer to all of the anger and destruction that's taking place right now. And one person cannot do it all. Ten people cannot do it all. It takes a nation coming together, cities, states, a nation coming together and standing up and saying, you know what, I'm sick of this. You know what, I'm fed up. We have to get involved in the political aspect of it. Please do your part and vote. I know a lot of people say, I just don't know if it does any good. You may not think so, but it does. Vote for those congressmen and women that you want in office, the governor of your state, the mayor of your city or town. And the president of the United States. Everyone has to do their part. There are so many problems and so many issues in each and every state 
of this whole entire nation. And it takes more than one person, like myself, to get angry and say, enough is enough. I myself do not like being disrespected by anybody, regardless of race, religion, sex, gender, anything. I do not like being disrespected by anyone. Trust me, as I said, I've been through it with my own daughter. And it hurts. Man, it cuts deeply. My heart was hurt for so many years during that whole entire process with her. I still hurt because I don't have any contact with her. And that's her choice. That's her decision. I can't change it. She has issues within herself that need to be changed and need to be worked on and need to be fixed. And I can't do that for her. We have a mental issue where people in this nation cannot get help for mental health and mental health. It has become such a stagnant subject. People don't like talking about it. People like to just kind of shove it under the rug and say, oh, it'll go away or it'll get better. Don't worry. Don't stress. Don't cause yourself anxiety. Don't cause yourself depression. It'll get better. This nation needs to stand up and take notice of people in this nation that need that mental health and the insurance to go with it. They need medical insurance just like you and I need for anything else. They need to be able to get into professional doctors, counselors, therapists, psychiatrists. But so many people are also ashamed of how they feel and so therefore they don't seek the help and that's where drug addiction and alcohol addiction begins also so as I said there are so many problems and issues within my state within Nebraska within this nation And it takes all of us, all of us, to stand together. Pray for peace. All lives matter. Black, white, Chinese, Japanese, Indian, I don't care. All lives matter. We are all human beings, people. We were all brought into and born into this life by our mothers. We are all human beings first. We all have a beating heart. We all have feelings. We all have emotions. And you know what? We all die the same. And we all put our pants on the same way. And that's all life should be about. All of this other crap and nonsense and hatefulness, spitefulness, crime, drugs, alcohol, or coronavirus. We are all human beings 
first. Nobody deserves to be mistreated, to be hurt physically, mentally, emotionally. Domestic violence needs to stop. People need to start feeling a little more blessed and a little bit more grateful for who they have and what they have in their life. Because life is what you make of it. And if you go through life with a crappy attitude of, I'm going to go out and I'm going to hurt others before they can hurt me, as long as you're in life with that attitude, well, I'm sorry, but that's how your life is going to go. If you enter into your life with that attitude and that mentality, that's how it's going to happen. If you have an attitude and a mentality of love, decency, common courtesy, respect, morals, values, ethics, integrity, that's what's going to get all of us through life every single day. I'm going to be the first one to say that we have politicians that don't know what morals and values and ethics and integrity are. I know. I know. Almost every single politician out there, in one way or another, are dirty. They are thieves. They have too much power, and they make too much money, and they don't even have the United States citizens in their best interest. Because all they care is what's in it for them. There is so much negativity that takes place in Washington, D.C., it's crazy. But I myself, when it comes down to voting and deciding, and sometimes it takes me right up until the very bitter end of filling out that ballot at my ballot location. And I can right up until the very last second go, mm, I don't know, I still can't make up my mind. But every time it still comes down to Who do I feel has more morals? Who do I feel has more ethics? Who do I feel has the mentality? Who do I feel is the one that will do the job for me and my opinions? And for what matters most in my life? That's how I have to make my choices. I'm not Republican, I'm not Democrat, I don't even consider myself to be independent because like I said, I'm one of those people that it'll take me clear up until the decision day of voting, very last second, before I'm the one that says, okay, I think I'm finally ready to vote. I think I'm finally ready to stand here and fill this in. I know the morals and values that I was raised up in. I know what I was taught as a human being by my parents. And trust me, I had some tough parents, especially my dad. My dad is the toughest old bird that there is.
But I'll tell you what, I was still raised up and I knew what respect was and I did not backtalk my elders. If I was told to do something, I did it. If there were rules that were not to be broken and I still did it anyway, I paid for that consequence. I was brought up by my parents not to be racist, not to be ugly to other human beings, to treat everybody equally. When I was growing up, I was more interested in making friends than trying to decide or telling myself that I was better than someone else. That didn't happen. Yes, I may have been younger, naive, didn't know a thing about life yet, still a teenager, growing up into young adulthood. I didn't care about what anyone looked like or who they were. If you're nice to me and show me respect, I was your friend, still am. My grandparents were tough. Boy, if I didn't have my, my parents involved highly in my upbringing and raising, my grandparents were just as hard and tough on me as my own parents. By God, if you were doing something wrong in their house, you knew about it. And sometimes that discipline coming from grandparents was tougher than what I could ever get at home. But I tell you what, I never did it again. I was raised to know right from wrong. I was raised to know peace and equality and freedom. So on that note, I'm just going to say right now, I'm watching the news right now, and George Floyd's brother is doing a news interview right now and asking again for the general public to stop with this madness of the violence and the rioting and the anger. These police officers nationwide, they have way better things to have to do, other crime that they need to go fight, other things to tend to, besides every officer in every city having to bolt down and tighten down one area of a city or a town because of stupidity. It needs to stop people. On that note, I'm going to end this. I hope everybody who listens to this takes a little bit of it to heart. I hope everybody who listens to this thinks about things that they can do to help change the world, to help change your city. Get involved, stand up, because the more people who just sit and do nothing or try to ignore it all are the ones that are just as much of the problem as anyone else. So let's please join together. Let's please help each other through this. The nation was doing so good during the whole coronavirus. Everyone was so nice. Everyone joined together. Everyone had common courtesy and respect for one another. Why can't we be doing that now? This is not what America is about.
Let's be a nation that other nations and countries should be proud of rather than being the laughing stock of the whole world right now. I don't know if you realize this or not, but other countries and and other nations in the world are going, ha, ha, ha. Look at what's going on in the United States. Look at how they are destroying one another. That's not the nation that I want to live in. So let's please, at the end of the day, just love one another. At the end of the day, do your part. At the end of the day, love each other, respect each other, help each other. Stand up. Stand up and say something. If you see something, you say something. Please stop the violence. Please, I beg of you, as a human being, please stop. Thank you. I hope you all have a wonderful week. I'm on Twitter. I have two different accounts. I am on Facebook and I am on Instagram. If anyone has any messages of love or hope, anything else you would like to talk about, any kind of communication you'd like to have with me, please hit me up, message me. I'd be more than glad and happy to talk to anyone. Okay? I love you all. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week. Stay safe, stay healthy, I love you.